Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's not worth winning if you can't win! moment we've all been waiting for Heath it's the it's the reason we've all come to love and adore the Minnesota Miracle Man and it's even heightened in this edition because it's not only not only do we get the Bombay solo skate the trademark Bombay solo skate but guess where we're doing it now Heath on the goddamn beach Oh, my God, Brandon, the magic is flowing. You can feel the Minnesota miracles. They're getting poured into that pot. It's stewing on the back burner, and Bombay is about ready to produce just a little bit of magic, my friend. And it's about time, honestly, because where we, <laughs> where we, where we left off with the last episode, we had the, the Soul Skaters. We had James and Hector, Russ's, uh, Russ's crew, uh, filling yeah, out soul skaters for life, baby. Yeah. Knitting team Use USA the breaks, baby. Remember that? <laughs> I, I love that. Love that line. Yeah, but they they uh they started knitting team USA back together, and so now the the last little piece we need is for Bombay to figure his shit out. Yeah, to to really get it together. And I'm not going to lie to the listeners, Brandon. There's going to be some pretty harsh Bombay takes in this episode coming from uh, your boy Heath. Right, right now, because I've, I'm well, not. Yeah. It's not that I'm mad at Bombay, Brandon. It's just that, like, I'm a whole next level of disappointed. So we, so in this uh, part that we're tackling here, this little ten minute segment, which is uh, minute fifty one to just past the seventy minute mark for everybody following along, we get the turnaround of Coach Bombay, but that doesn't happen until about halfway through this little segment. The first half of the segment, Bombay is dropping the ball pretty hard. Yeah, yeah. But before we even get to Bombay dropping the ball, we've got a great interaction where Bombay is pacing his lovely Malibu home, looking dejected. Gazing out the window. Concerned. Oh, yeah, looking out. I mean, that view <laughs> for that house, Brandon, like, are you shitting me? That is unbelievable. That's the dream right there. But like you said in the previous episode, the interior design, like, oh, that is not garbage. like – God, no wonder he fell apart. That's not a home, you know? That's like a no, weird it's very, house. It's very sterile. Yeah. Oh, that's a great way to put it. That's, I mean, it kind of felt uncomfortable, but, like, that's the best way to put it, mm-hmm. you know? But we have one of my favorite interactions, and this might get a golden cakey quote from me, this interaction with Bombay and Jan, uh, because – um, Jan's like, this is not a place for a coach. And, and so he takes him out to dinner. Um, and Bombay is like, man, who's looking after the shop clothes for the first time in 10 well, years. 
Yeah, he doesn't take him out to dinner, though. He makes him dinner. They're still in the house. Well, makes him dinner. Sorry. Makes him yeah. dinner in the house. I apologize. I did misspeak yeah. there. Um, and, and Jan is like, I saw the Iceland game on television, and this is my favorite line. Who is that man in the suit with the wet hair? Was the it raining? <laughs> it's great. But but to, to go back to what you said just a second Wait, hold ago. on. I'm not done with the quote, Brandon. He says, uh, Bombay's like, it's the style, Jan. And Jan's like, you look like you just got out of the shower. He did. But to go back to what you said. All right, keep going. Sorry. To go back to what you said, where this is the this is the first time the shop's been closed in 10 years, right? Yeah. If if I'm Hans, I'm fucking livid right now. Okay. Yeah. He's you, back in the motherland. He'll never know. Other than like a few quiet weeks on the books. Oh, so, no, dude. So once he gets back, somebody's going to tell him. You, they're going to be like, you know, your brother shut down the store, right? For God knows how long. How much longer do we have in the Goodwill games? Like a week? Yeah, I think so. It's, uh, I mean, listen, I'm not saying he did the right thing, Brandon. Uh, but, like, Bombay was floundering. Jan put his good name on the line. And he sees Bombay fall into pieces, fresh out of the shower with his wet hair. <laughs> you know, like, he had to do something. He just couldn't let the family name get tarnished with Hendrix, their number one hockey supplier. I mean, there's a there's a lot of things at stake here, and he can't just sit idly by and let Bombay fall apart like they did. They learned their lesson. Remember the last time they sat idle and let Bombay do his thing, he became an alcoholic uh, alcoholic lawyer, <laughs> and he was true. headed right that's down true. that path. You know, that's got to jump in, got to take action, Brandon. Yeah, but I, I mean. <sighs> Poor, poor Hans, dude. And I, they, they could have just it's been the summer, man. Off they, season. They could have just, they could have just been like, oh, Hans, Hans came back, and so I, I left. I left to come, you know, hang well, out. Well, they, they needed us to understand the urgency, the severity of how far Bombay was, had fallen. You That's know, true. Jan but I, didn't just come Bombay, out and close the shop. Bombay should be embarrassed about what he's what he's forced other people to do in with his shenanigans. Yeah, well, and Bombay kind of gave Jan a little toot. He's like, came two thousand miles to make fun of me. Could have done this over the phone. I mean, he did have a and point. Then Jan, there. He was just gonna make fun of his just make fun of his hair. Yeah, <laughs> well, I mean, he deserved to get his hair made fun of. Everyone made fun of his hair, right? And Jan, Jan's like, you look like a man who needs a friend. Well, yeah, see, he says that, and then Bombay, what is, Bombay responds with, you just don't understand. It's like, well, yeah. what? what? <laughs> that's, yeah, not, that's not how listen, you respond to that. <laughs> Jan doesn't know shit about Hollywood parties and photo shoots and all that the, stuff. He just The glitz and the glam, he doesn't, yeah. He, yeah. He's, a, he's a rinky-dink ice, uh, ice skate sharpener from Palookaville, Minnesota. You know, he doesn't, he doesn't get it. Exactly. Bombay was brought out there for some razzle and some dazzle. Hollywood oh. Bombay, baby. Oh, but wait, Brandon, that is actually not what Jan sold them on, even though that was the first thing Tibbles commented on was Bombay's good looks. You know, he, he told the Goodwill Committee uh, who he was. Did not talk about the looks, Brandon. It's a man who loves the game. Man who could teach the kids. About more than just winning or losing. Minnesota Miracle Man said he could teach him to fly. So be that man. Be that man, Gordon. Hmm. I paraphrased a little. 
<laughs> hope that's okay. Hope the yeah. hope the listeners don't get offended. I, I hope the yawn, like the real big yawn fan, D two yawn fans, don't get upset. The yawn for paraphrasing that. <laughs> the yawn purists. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's there's a there's like a huge underground on the internet right now of Yan purists where it's like, is Yan Santa Claus? We don't know. We don't know. Maybe. I don't think Santa Claus. What makes you think? What makes you think Santa Claus? Well, because because maybe Yan. Wait, we 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 don't we don't know if cousin of Santa. We don't know if he's magic or not. That's that's for sure. He he could have magic. Abilities, but I, there's nothing to suggest that he is Santa Claus. Maybe, maybe Jan is a second cousin of Santa, and that's where Bombay's Minnesota Miracle Magic comes from. And that's why when he comes out here, all of a sudden Bombay is like, oh shit, I know how to coach again. I I will entertain the idea that Jan, both Jan and Hans have uh magic spirit guide abilities but i i you're, you're losing distant. me with the you're losing me with the that they're related to santa claus i don't know where you're getting that <laughs> that's i just like to think that brandon you just that's... you just think think all magic people are related to santa claus you think they all yeah, think they all look the same Heath? Haven't you ever seen that movie? What's that? What's that movie? Well, also not just Rise of the Guardians, but also Tooth Fairy. All those things are buddies, you know. Tooth Fairy, Santa Claus. We we know that they're all buddies. They hang out. Well, yeah, but that doesn't mean they're related. They could be buddies, but well, this time they are though. <sighs> okay. Well, what, what's... I just like to imagine it, Brandon. Quit being what's... a wet serape on my fun party. Do you, think, do you think Jan and Hans, do you think their magical responsibilities are solely hockey hockey related? Or are they kind yeah, of like a like a like a winter winter sport? Think they get some ice skaters Maybe. in there too? Well, I mean we yeah. we got Kenny we got Kenny Wu. That's true. So. I I still think it's more of a hockey focused magic. Okay. That'd be really a specialized, out. Brandon. That would be honestly, if I was like a magic being, that would be the gig I would be trying to get. It's like just, just, just let me magic. be in cha- just let me be in charge of magic. Let me be the hockey god, and you know, leave me alone with everything else. <laughs> I don't want any actual sick title. I don't want any actual real responsibilities. Just give me hockey. <laughs> but Brandon, let me Brandon, aka the hockey god, right after <laughs> Jan gives. The best pep talk in the history of pep talks. We get your favorite moment. You already well, alluded I to I it. I wouldn't say it's the best pep talk in the history of pep talks because we got there is another pep top pep talk in later on in this movie that's that's better. That's that's true. That's true. It, it it's I a great it's a great pep talk, but we we got an even better one coming up. Yeah, coming up at the end, it's the pep talk of all pep talks. Yes, but exactly. We have the sun setting on the beach we have bombay beautiful hair flowing in the light breeze we've got a hockey stick we've got rollerblades and mother of god we have got a minnesota miracle man solo skate brandon solo skate on the beach like i i didn't think i honestly didn't think the solo skates could get better it's just this is immaculate this is top notch this is do you, a fantastic. Wait, I I've been. I, do you what do you which beach do you think it was? Did they say in the movie credits at all? 
Oh, I don't know. I didn't check. I would assume it's by his house, though, in Malibu. In Malibu, like a Malibu yeah. beach there. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's, like that, could... that little uh, the little tennis tennis pickleball Courts. court thing that he's skating on. Uh, I would assume yeah. that's part of like his, you know, his his uh, complex, like the neighborhood condo complex. Yeah. 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 Like the neighborhood courts. Yes. And then. um yeah, so the, I, I assume it's just like right by his house. He's solo skating on the beach right by his house. Yeah, ah man, but gotta I, gotta I love the what, Malibu beach. Yeah, the Malibu beach, the solo skating. I mean, you could feel the magic in the air. There was a cauldron full of delectable duck potions getting stirred up, Brandon. The best part is the the scene the scene they end with as he he has the hockey stick like is it behind, like behind his back uh, and he's just like gazing off into the sunset and it's like his just his his silhouette uh, in front of like yeah. the the pink purple sunset oh it's fantastic oh, my god like you can't ask for any more and just you know I need to get a poster of that hang that on my hang that on my wall <laughs> absolutely with like a motivational Bombay quote behind it <laughs> or or like what, a demotivational would be his, like from from like one of his your, worst one of your, his, <laughs> your best isn't good enough that's what i'll say <laughs> yes yes the the, the post the the iceland game pep talk is yeah. on that poster for you brandon that's what you need you can't have that like bombay positive reinforcement Dude. you need him to get on your ass honestly i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna fucking make that i'm gonna make that poster and i'm gonna hang it i'll <laughs> Let's get that, stay, get that on the tuned. merch store. Stay tuned. Yeah, get that yeah. on the merch store. Ooh, I, I, I'll try to put that on a T-shirt. At the very least, I'm going to make it a poster and I'm going to hang it up on my wall. So stay tuned to our, our Instagram and our social media to see the progress on that. Yeah, <laughs> oh, man, I can't wait. Your best isn't good enough. <laughs> best isn't good enough, Jesse. <laughs> oh, my God. What is solo skate? Anything else on the solo skate for you, Brandon, other than just like the the majesty and the beauty of it all? No, it was just I I th- I thought it was such a fan because I the the we we talk about the the mysticism of the Bombay solo skate. It's a real thing. That's where the magic his magic stems from. And I thought yeah. it was just fantastic to since they're in LA to do it on the beach. Cuz I mean they could they could have very easily just had him do it at the the practice facility or whatever, exactly. but to, to do it Boring. on the beach, to do it on the beach was a brilliant fucking move. Yeah. Well, cause in Minnesota, he did it on the outdoor lake and here he did it mm-hmm. on the beach with that, you know, something about outdoor solo skate, open body of water. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. I, yeah. The, uh, his solo skating game changers though. That's inside the ice palace, right? That's not, Oh, outside. that is true. That is true. That is true. And then, uh, well, I mean, I don't think he had to really just... compare game changers to the Mighty Ducks magic anyways. You know, it's, that's uh, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Do you think Josh Dumel is going to have a solo skate? He better. I mean, I'd love to see it. I mean, I'm, I'm you know, I, I'm curious about the new season. We'll get some camp shenanigans. We'll see. But anyways, let's get let's get back to this movie. Or do you Brandon, think because... or do you think do you think uh, Alex Lauren Graham? Do you think she has the solo skate? <laughs> Maybe we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll see. We'll talk about that when we get there. I, I'm honest, not, I'm not honestly, I would be a hundred percent down for a Lauren Graham solo skate. As long as her daughter from Gilmore girls was in the stands. 
Lorelai. Yeah, right? Lorelai. That's her name? Yeah, Lorelai. Yeah, and Cat Kirk. <laughs> and any okay. Anyway, so it ends anyway. the we we get the so Bombay is we're starting the comeback from Bombay. He sure as hell takes his sweet fucking time though with this Heath. Yeah, exactly. Because we cut from the epic solo skate and we have Team USA. And according to the subtitles, they are all chattering at once on the bench, Brandon. And they mm-hmm. are concerned. Where in the WTF is our coach? And you know who else is concerned? Our boy Tibbles. He comes up and he says, hey, we're going to be great today. Right, team? So the- then he says, where's Gordon? So Tibbles has no idea where Gordon is. The team has no idea where Gordon is. And then uh, Miss McKay has no idea where Gordon is. The dude went, the dude went AWOL. Yeah. 100%. The definition of AWOL, just, Mm -hmm. just ghosting him. And so my thing is, right. So this is team ghost in the country, Brandon. You can't, you don't ghost America. Fuck. That's that's true. That's very true. If, If we've learned anything, I don't know where I'm going with that, but anyway. Yeah, let's uh, we'll, just, we'll, we'll pivot. We'll pivot back. <laughs> uh, but so I'm I'm guessing at the timeline here, right? Because he comes home, Jan makes him dinner. You get the, yeah. the speech, and while they're eating dinner, and you get the speech, it's still light outside. And then it cuts to the Bombay solo skate. While I'm a, I'm assuming it's a sunset, not a sunrise, or right? I don't. Is that what I is that know. what you gathered? I gathered, I it, gathered was, it as a sunset. I 100%. so did I. I. I gathered it as the sunset right after dinner with Jan. He, yep. Right after dinner with Jan, he immediately went out and did a solo skate. So in my yep. mind, this Germany game is the next day. Okay, so we've had exactly. we've we've done the solo skate. We've slept on it. It's the next day, and he's still not there. Time management, Where Bombay. Where's in- your time management? Brandon, like you are number one, you are an adult. Number one, or number two, you are the coach. Number three, you are the chaperone of all these kids. (laughs) Number four, where the fuck are you at? Like you don't get to just have a sleep in, a little slumber in your house in Malibu. Do you think you just got like shit house that night after the solo skate (laughs) was just hung over and didn't, couldn't show up till the fucking third period? Oh my God. Brandon, all I could, like it's crazy because just fucking pounding. Pounding Coors Lights right after the solo skate. Oh Please my god! Go. Just just shotgun and brews back. At the, just <laughs> tossing the shotgun and Coors Lights and tossing the cans into the water like a real fucking degenerate, <laughs> crushing crushing Marlboro Reds. You know, god damn Bombay really really fell apart. But anyways, God, where was he? Just disappeared. Well, I just, I could not believe it. it so third to, period, he shows up. What a fucking I was, clown. I was going to say, not only does he not show up for puck drop, which is, uh, you know, un- unexcusable in and of itself, he then proceeds not to show up till halfway through the third period. What do we? Why? What is? What are you doing? What is taking so long, Bombay? Brandon, we are Miss McKay stopping at the concession stands to grab a soda away from Team USA forfeiting their way out of the tournament. You know, if she yep. gets held up at the ticket line, she runs to concessions or the bathroom or if she, before heading to the ice. My God. Or if she, or if she just doesn't show up, she's just the tutor. There's, she doesn't have to be there at the game. 
Yeah, exactly. You know? Maybe she takes some time and goes and gets a little, you know, a little dinner date, a little glass of wine. Exactly. Yeah. Or, may- or, I'm, or maybe she had, you know, she had an extended brunch that morning or that, you know, who knows? There's uh, any number of reasons that she could not have been there. And the whole thing is that like Bombay and like, we'll get into it when it happens, but. And the, the this is the last. Like, it could have happened thirty fucking like three hours before it happened. This is an elimination game. It is. It is. So they they've already lost one to Iceland. If they forfeit this game, they're out of the tournament. It's over. Done. So done. Yeah. Like the team could forfeit their way out of the tournament solely because you can't get your shit together mm-hmm. in enough time to be a responsible adult and get there. Oh my, letting your team down, letting your country down, letting Miss mm-hmm. McKay, letting Tibbles, let the Ducks, letting Minnesota down. My God, Bombay. But thank God Miss McKay's there because save. She sa- she saves the day. She was a little reluctant at first, but then she agrees because she realized what's at stake. She realizes this is it. This is over. Yeah. Charlie's like, you got to play pretend. And she's like, I don't know anything about hockey. He's like, play pretend. And Perfect. I love when she, you, you know, you know what I thought when she said, I don't know anything about hockey. Neither does Bombay. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know what you can do? Miss McCain. You can make up a whole bunch of shit that won't actually work in a real game. Flying V. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what she I you know how I knew she was gonna crush it during this Germany game? What wow. are you waiting for the ice to freeze? Let's play. That's, <laughs> that's a that's someone who knows their hockey right there, Brandon. That's a that's a ballsy thing to say because A, we're waiting on you because you're that's the coach. What I said. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what I said. I was, um they're actually waiting for Team USA to get their shit together and get a fucking yeah. coach on the bench so we can start the game. It's already delayed. <laughs> My God, it's just the, uh, the audacity. This is why they get a whole bunch of no calls against Iceland. Everyone is sick of them in the yeah. tournament. Yeah, <laughs> this is just American hubris all over the place. Just the worst yeah. display of it, Brandon. Cocky Americans. American cocky. I like it. <laughs> but so the, so she 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 hops behind the bench. We get the game started. My, I got another question for you here, though, Heath. OK, yeah, yeah. With Bombay, so Bombay's not there, right? You're essentially, the team is essentially coaching itself, right? You just got creamed by Iceland. Yeah. Why did Banks, why did Charlie, why did nobody be like, hey, maybe Goldberg, maybe you sit this one out. Maybe we play Julie just to see what happens. You know, maybe, maybe we just see what happens here. Nobody, why the fuck, why is Goldberg still in the net? Dude, Goldberg has way too much credit with the team, man. Like, he has, you know, like, Kenny and Dwayne are his boys. This goddamn blind loyalty, dude. You know what it is, Heath? It's sexism. That's what it is. I mean, you know, Goldberg has let has you know other than that one game against Iceland has has gotten him this far, and uh, he did you know, he did he, sh- has, he did shut out Italy. That's fair. That's fair. He has the gift of the gab and is influential in the locker room, Brandon. And you it's know, it's unwarranted, it's unfortunate, but that unwarranted. Yeah, it's. I said it last time. Irrational confidence guy, leader. <sighs> That's what's wrong with this. May not be leading in the best way because there's a lot of shenanigans that goes along with it. It's exactly what's wrong with this with this country. You know, that's why the economy is in the shitter is because all these fucking irrationally confident people. 
<laughs> he's uh you know he's got the you got the buy-in of the locker room you know you're gonna you're gonna be in between the pipes brandon i guess but i mean i don't know i figured like if i'm conway or banks especially if i'm banks because i got fucking you know i got scouts riding on this shit dude like let's put it Let's let's mix it up here. You just lost twelve to nothing to Iceland, Goldberg. Let's let the let's let the girl play. What if what if Julie the cat has been having some rough practices, Brandon? Did you ever think about that? They haven't practiced once. Heath. Well, maybe she <laughs> has not been putting in as much effort during their leaderless, coachless practices. First of all, she was out there crushing it during soul skating. She was out there leading the charge for stretching. She was getting everybody to do cardio. Everything that I know about Julie the Cat tells me that she's not half-assing it during practice. I mean, I agree with that assessment of Julie the Cat, but I want to play devil's advocate and just say that there are possibilities that maybe she got lit up in practice a little bit, and so they're like, you know what? We're sticking with Goldberg. Or maybe, you know, it's just if it ain't broke, don't fix it, and they just kept Goldberg going. It is broke. He just lost twelve nothing. It's broke, Heath. Well, we didn't Goldberg. It was only four to one until, you know, Julie the cat got kicked out and left Goldberg out there to the wolves. That's true. It wasn't twelve to nothing. My apologies. I forgot Banks scored. Yeah, but four one third period. Let's 12, that, Brandon. Twelve to one was the final, right? Or did they get a second one? Yeah, like yes. He he. But like the team has given him a free pass, Brandon. You just have to you have to get over it. I don't know. I Gotta feel let like let it go, man. Of 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 any time to consider the move, it would be now when you don't have a coach and you just lost, you know, by fucking eleven goals. You know, if 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 Conway is expecting to be Coach Conway here sooner or later, he's gotta he's gotta be thinking about these things. I don't know what to tell you, Brandon. Uh, just I'm, you know, too bad that uh, Coach Brandon wasn't wasn't there in the stands to be able to back up Bombay instead of Miss McKay. Would have made me, some stuff happen. Me and my assistant coach James, we would have ran this a little bit differently. You know, yeah, well, you know, Julie the cat's a little passive, and so Goldberg's probably just going to say, "I'm lining up in between the pipes." T- you know, tough. That's true. Yeah, we got Julie. I mean, being a 13 year old, you don't need, you know, not. They're not known for their uh, their backbones, 13-year-olds. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And Goldberg's a mouthy little son of a gun. That's true, yeah. He's a, he's a real son of a bitch, that Goldberg. <laughs> okay. So, um, so anyways, in the game, we've got Miss McKay doing her best to coach. She realizes we're getting tired out there. Germany is really throwing their weight around. We need to trade places, Brandon. We need new players. New players. But it, I did like this part where she, Charlie's like, oh, say change it up. And she's like, change it up. And he's like, you got to yell it. <laughs> change it up. <laughs> and then uh, she gets the she gets the approval nod from Averman and Charlie. I, I got a kick out of that. So th- this this scene uh, alerted me to another thing that that we're, we're lacking here. Yeah, we don't we don't have a ton of players. They got two lines, maybe, th- maybe yeah. three. Tops like two and a half tops because we got what one, two, three. I'm gonna count non goalies. Nah, we got one, three, two, lines. three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. This is some great 11. content. Listening to you count, we got 12. So we're just above two lines, just above Oof. two lines. 
That's uh, a dicey rotation. Yeah, you're gonna. We're gonna be tired. We're gonna be pretty tired yeah. here, guys. Yeah, gonna be gassed. And but, and, but, and they mention uh, later on in the movie that that's a full roster. Is twelve people? Uh, well, fourteen if you include the two goalies. Fourteen people. That's that doesn't seem right. I, I, come on, Junior Goodwill Games. I think we need to open up the the roster limit here a little bit. Plus, I'm yeah, pretty sure there's like that. there's like eighty kids on Team Iceland. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it's you know we got some we got some unjust roster shenanigans going on here, for sure. But after we get Miss McKay with some great coaching before the next faceoff, and once again they're delaying the game one more time, we get quack 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 coming in hot from the oh, yeah. stands. He, and everyone is looking around like, yeah. who the fuck is this guy? So Bom- Bombay shows up halfway through the third period, if not longer. And he shows up Amateur. right, right in the right before a face-off. Like just zero, zero self-awareness from this from this fucking guy, just coming in disrupting the game. They should have got a delay a game penalty, or the refs 100%. should have said something. Yeah, he said, had to jump in more. They were Team USA shenanigans. Here. He was the ref was legit about to drop the puck, and then Jesse and 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 Gee and Fulton kind of pull up, and they're like, "Oh, should we go? Should we not go?" Yeah, well, because <sighs> Fulton's like, "Look who finally shows up," and Jesse's like, "Averman, ignore him, take the face off." So I did, I, I did love this because you had Jesse, cl- classic Jesse, always skeptical. He was not having yeah. any of Bombay. He's like, let's just yeah. fucking take Fulton the face off. Fulton was over it. Fulton was like, this guy's just gonna drop us again at the at the turn of a hat here. But yeah, you had always always loyal and uh, defenders of Bombay. You had Guy, who was in and there, Connie. and he was like, Guy and Con. When Connie sees Bombay, her face lights up. I actually made a note of that as well. Connie always team first, always. You know, first follower. That's what they call that in corporate America, Brandon. Connie is always <laughs> the first follower. She jumps in. She's stoked up on the bench and is just getting the team fired up. And Gee, mm-hmm. just like Connie on the ice, right? He's like, come on. What do we got to lose? Yep. And that's where Fulton's like, nah, man. He's just going to dump us. And I just, once again, like we said, Bombay stalling the face off. This is, this is what gets you no calls in the Iceland game. Cause everyone's sick of your shit. Yeah. And sp- spoiler alert, uh, for, for future movies, Fulton wasn't wrong. Yeah. Um, do you also like how Bombay just goes in real hot with a little cheeky kiss on the cheek, you know, saying, yeah. thank you, Miss McKay. Yep, saying thank you to her for what I don't know, other than she. I mean, she covering his ass, I guess. But I mean, could you imagine the the Minnesota miracle disgrace that would have taken place if Team USA forfeits out of the tournament (laughs) because his tardy ass doesn't show up? It wouldn't be the Minnesota miracle disgrace. I think it would just be the Minnesota disgrace. Well, whatever. The miracle disgrace, man. What a miraculous disgrace that was. (laughs) The the Duluth disgrace. (laughs) Well, Minnesota miracle to Duluth disgrace. What a real piece of shit. It's not bad mouth Duluth here. You know, that's a fine city. That was, was, I, sorry, that was no offense against Duluth. I just wanted the alliteration. 
you know, <laughs> it's not, it's not, it's not all about facts, Brandon. This is showbiz, baby. That's true. It's all about the headline. Uh, yeah, I'm sure Duluth is a great city, but that's where he's getting officially banished to. He's no longer allowed in Minneapolis after if, he, if Team <laughs> USA has to forfeit. Yeah, but so right, so, so he, he gives her the kiss on the cheek, says thank you, and yeah. then he di- he dives into his his comeback speech, right? Which, like we've mentioned yeah. before, time management this this would have been so much more well received and so much more effective if you did it before the goddamn game started, Bombay. Yeah. You, you know what would have been awesome? Coming into the locker room, blowing the duck call. You know yeah. what was not as awesome? Delaying the game and walking through the crowd like a weirdo, blowing a duck call. Yeah. Like, yeah, this is, just... all could have been done before the game. Why, like, be on time. The team would have played well from the beginning instead yeah. of at the third period, and they wouldn't be tied with Germany on the brink of elimination. Yep. Having to pull out all uh, of the stops, you know, having uh, to yeah. to go go back and uh, pull a pull out a, a flying V out of desperation. Yeah, well, and and that's what you know. Once he tells them, he's like, you know, I'm sorry, I forgot about the team. The team's all I have. I just want one more shot, one more chance. Believe in me. And, and ag- so, what again, does he do? Again, flying V. Again, his pep talks are not the great are not great at all. They're not good because what, what, like what a terrible thing to say when you're trying to win somebody back. When you say like the phrase, you're all I have is not, I don't know. I don't, this might just be me, but if you ditched me and then you tried to come back to me and your reasoning for coming back to me is that I'm all that you have. That's not a ringing endorsement for me to let you back in. You know, that's no. you're not coming back because you want to, you're coming back because I'm all that you have. You, you have to like, well, Brandon, we realize that you are not the only one that feels this way. Jesse also feels this way towards Bombay. Yes. Uh, yes. He, Cause he's, he's very reluctant to start this flying V. Yeah, he's like, oh, geez, on the world stage, this is some peewee hockey amateur BS that I'm, yeah. I don't know if I'm about. And then Charlie is like, come on, Jesse. And then Goldberg, like we, like I said before, he's got a voice in the locker room. Goldberg turns around and yells, "Come on, Jesse, just do it." <laughs> this is spot, spot on Goldberg impression. Love it. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I've been known, yes. known but, to have such. But I so I did let's I did, go, Brandon. Flying V, baby. So I did love this version. So I loved this because not only do you have so Jesse finally gives in, he's back, he's you know, he's full on board. You got Goldberg, you know, showing some form of actual good leadership. Yeah. But then do you know who's do you know who's on the ice for this? Flying V? Averman, Charlie, Jesse, Gee. So you have it's, I it's someone. It's what I refer to as the OG lineup. Okay, the OG nice. line. You have Goldberg Connie. and you got Oldberg, Goldberg and Net. Okay. Yep. You have Fulton and Averman as the defensive as the defensemen, nice. and then Jesse at center, Gee and Charlie as the wingers. That's the OG nice. lineup. That's that's as that's the as duck as you can get. That's the duckiest form of ducks I've ever seen. Yeah, I like that. And Averman. Fires a wrister home. Little top shelf cheddar from mm-hmm. Averman. Do you see that? Oh, yeah. Lester Aver- Averman with the fucking dinger, baby. 
Averman's no slouch, man. Yeah. Who would have thought? I, I mean, you know, I just, I, I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but I feel like playing hockey with glasses on would be hard. It, with that yeah. helmet and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. I feel like that would be, be really it's, difficult. It's, 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 it's not ideal. I, yeah. You would think it's, maybe he would invest in some contacts or, because I mean, I, I don't, I don't like wearing contacts either. Um, oh, me neither. I got LASIK. I couldn't, I couldn't handle any more contact shenanigans. Just, just went big. Yeah, I just, I mean, I just wear the, I just wear my glasses all the time. Um, but like, it, not, I don't wear them for sports scenarios though, because my, my vision's like right on the line of like, mm. you know, I, if I take the glasses off, I can still function and I can still see. I just can't like, you know, I couldn't read a street sign from, you know, a block away or something like that, you know. These, uh, I assumed you were rocking the rec specs for any physical activity. No. Is that a, I is that should, a poor though. assumption? I should. Yeah, I you definitely should. Man, I'll, maybe I I'll did that for a Halloween costume one year. I wore extraordinarily short shorts and did a straight tuck of a basketball jersey and shaved my beard into a mustache and wore Rex specs <laughs> and a comb over. It was it's pretty awesome, but I definitely looked like a level twelve creeper. Yeah. <laughs> It was a mustache. Really, really hit hit it off. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe I should maybe I should invest in some rec specs. Yeah, you should, dude. uh, (laughs) I mean you didn't Usually usually I just take them off. Picking up some ladies at the gym, Brandon. Are you kidding me? I mean, usually I just take them off. You're built for athletics. (laughs) Usually I just take them off because I don't, you know, like playing basketball or, or tennis or whatever, you don't need, you know, you don't you don't need fine detail eyesight, you know. It's just you know, looking at yeah. a ball. Ah, oh, man. Well, Brandon, that's another that's another post for the social media. Get those rec specs fired up, and let's get some action shots. Going. I mean, so if ever everybody should, a everybody should be listening to this podcast, and you should also be liking, subscribing, and all of that jazz, so that it gets our our numbers up. And then you should also be buying our merch. That way, I can afford some rec specs. Go yeah, buy some shirts and I'll buy some rec specs with that money. There you go. Okay. Help, help we'll a brother that. out. Yeah. People helping people. Exactly. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. A quick message from our friends at Broken Forest Collective. Built on a passion for small batch and handcrafted products, Broken Forest provides high-quality casual wear and lifestyle goods that are American-made and built to outlast the fast fashion trends. They also plant a tree in Boulder, Colorado for every product sold. Visit BrokenForestCo.com and use the code CAKEEATERS15 for 15% off your order. Oh, wait, hold on. Did you also notice the announcer? He was this is, like, this is what I was going to bring up. Okay. So he mentioned, so we've established it's the same announcer. It's the same actor as the first movie, right? 
We, is do we know? I mean, I suddenly felt crazy. I feel like I was getting gaslit by D two, the Mighty Ducks, because I could have sworn it was the same voice. But all of a sudden, I'm having a lot of doubts in myself, even though I so, could have sworn I was correct. I went through the same thing, and so so the the reason the, for the reason for the self doubt is because during this flying V, the announcer mentions he's heard of this, but he's never seen it before. Yeah, which doesn't make any sense because it's the same guy. Same so, voice. So, so I was thinking, yes, maybe they're fucking, maybe they're, maybe it's not the same guy and it's just eerily similar. So I went and I did some research. It is, in fact, the same guy. Okay. Oh my god! It is, in fact, the same guy. It is, um, what's it? It's Bob. Bob Miller is the the game announcer in both D one and D two. Bob Miller is also an actual uh, hockey play by play guy. Okay. He does it for the – I don't know if he still is doing it, but he did it for the Los Angeles Kings. He was their play-by-play okay. -play announcer. Um, and you'll also appreciate this, Heath. Uh, okay. Get, guess where he graduated from? Ooh, University of Nebraska, Cornhuskers? No, your home state, the University of Iowa. Oh, my God. I fucking hate <laughs> you, Brandon. It is – oh, my God. You're the worst. <laughs> Keep going. I hate uh, you so much, but okay. That makes sense because he is from Iowa. And so he's also a liar. <laughs> there you go. That's bit mystery solved. That's exactly why. But so it, it oh isn't God. So he's just it, full of shit. Cause he straight up lies to us and says, well, so, <laughs> it, so what it, is this? It could, it could be one of those things. Like <laughs> it could be one of the things with Scott, like how we have Scott white, who's in D two and D three, who's playing two different characters. Okay. Because he's, he's just he's credited as uh game announcer in D two, okay? Okay. Let's see what he's credited as. Where did he go? Bob Miller. Let's see what he's credited as in D one. Yep, so D two he's credited as game announcer. In D one he's just credited as announcer. So obviously different right. guy. But late yeah. late later okay. on in the movie, uh when we get to the second and final Iceland game, they show him on camera and he introduces himself as Bob Miller himself. So he's playing himself in D2. Yep. Okay. But, Maybe uh, that's the difference. D1, he was a Minnesota guy. D2, he was LA Kings he, sports guy. Yep. He's, he's LA Bob Miller from the great state of Iowa. All right. Well, but no, that that line did throw me for a loop but too. That's like, why I, that's why I had to do all the. That's why I looked into it because I was like, this motherfucker has definitely seen the flying V before. Yeah, like I, yeah, but it's just you know, and here we have it, the flying V. Maybe they overthought it and were like, oh, maybe no one will realize that this is the same guy as the first movie, so he's definitely seen this before. I think that's what it was. I think they were like. Nobody's gonna pay that much attention to who's announcing the games. You know, they're not gonna. They're definitely not gonna make a podcast oh, about all the details. Were, <laughs> you know, uh, Disney just has no idea. Um, yep, but they yeah, didn't know okay. They, and they didn't know they were going up against us, Heath. You know, that's and we got we got a sharp eye for detail, especially for the hours upon hours of prep that we put into this. Dude, I've I've watched. This movie, I've watched throughout this whole thing of doing these these ten parts. I've watched this this DT movie so many goddamn times over the past week, like two weeks. It's yeah. my it's it's mind blowing, honestly. 
Yeah, it's I almost have it memorized at this point, but you know, oh, yeah, that's yeah, okay. Yeah. Nothing nothing like taking an hour and a half to watch 10 minutes of a of a movie. That's <laughs> Well, cuz that, that's exactly what I do cuz I I'll, I'll <laughs> you gotta I'll, catch I'll, everything in it, man. Exactly. I I rewind it 15 times. I'll stop it, yeah. I'll slow it down. It's just uh, <laughs> you know. I, I do a note. I do a note taking watch, and then I do a enjoy it watch. <laughs> See, I do a. I do a. I'll do the note taking watch. I'll do another like refresh note taking watch, and then usually like right before we record is when I do the enjoyment watch. I just like refresh it in my mind. Nice. Um, did you? Um, speaking of watching this in grave detail, did you see that Russ was sitting by Jan in the stands while the flying V was going on? Oh, I didn't catch that. No. Yeah. Okay. Little little yawn and rest team up. I'm assuming that like that Charlie gave rest like some team tickets, just like uh, yawn had some team tickets. Well, I mean, Russ has been at every game. Russ has got his ticket situation on lock. So that's true. But somehow they sat by each other and that's nice. Well, I, I, I'm assuming. I'm assuming Charlie introduced them before the game. You know, he's like, hey, because yeah. after the soul skating session, we're like that. We're best buds with with Russ. You know, yep. So he was probably yep. like, "Hey, Jan, uh, great to see you again. Here's my here's my best friend Russ." So. Yeah, and I, exactly. I, did, but I got I gotta believe that Russ and Jan hit it off real quick. They're two peas in a oh, pod. Those guys, of course. Yeah, they they both. I, I'm sure Jan just loved some of all of Russ's little attitude that he was giving everyone. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially, yeah, yeah. Well, let's run up Yon Sally with his, uh, you know, wet hair comments. <laughs> okay, that was that was my favorite. But after, uh, so we get it was a two-two game against Team Germany. We get a flying V. We get an Averman with a little wrister, little top shelf cheddar, and mm-hmm. they get the win, Brandon. And we get the I'm assuming clipping flying V soars over Germany. I'm assuming they won three to two, right? Because they, they that w- it wasn't the end of the game when they scored, but uh, they don't give us any more information. I'm assuming they won three to two. Yeah, they did. Because later, it's I don't know if it's later in one. It's later in one of these upcoming scenes. They they talk about Team USA had a one score uh, win over Germany. Okay, there you go. And I'm assuming so. It ended up being the game winning goal. Yes, and I'm assuming. Again, we don't really get any confirmation on this, but I'm assuming this this ends Germany. I'm assuming they're out of the tournament now. Yeah, that's what I'm assuming too. Since it since after this we get the finals, basically, right? Or we get the tournament. Uh, well, after this, they after this, we, there's two, there's one more game, two more games. Right? Yes, there's two more games. One of which we don't see anything. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because we, we, yeah. we still we still play Russia and we still play Canada. They don't show Canada. That's just a news clipping, and they show yeah. just a tiny little a tiny little bit of Russia. And then yeah. that's when we get to the spoiler alert. We get to the finals. They, yeah, you know. So yeah, I think this is where we take out Team Germany, um, yeah. mm-hmm. and that's nice. You know, did you did you got anything to say about the newspaper clipping? No, because they I'm don't assuming s- it didn't make sense. They, yeah, they don't say it's it's the same paragraph as every other one. It doesn't make any sense. 
Oh, I love it. Um, okay, so post Team Germany game, we cut to the quad with Jan and Miss McKay there as assistant coaches with the Ducks. And we've got Bombay picking up a cutout. And he said, I've had a lot of big distractions since I've been here in LA. Um, and he holds up the cutout and he says, This is a distraction. And the team all starts razzing him. He's like, oh, nice haircut. Looks familiar. I know that guy. And then he says, this is a fire barrel. No, he says, this, this is, a- is a distraction in a fire barrel. Any questions? Uh, this is a fire in a barrel. It's not a fire. Oh, barrel. fire in a barrel. That's how I meant. Yeah. Fire barrel, fire in a barrel. That's all the same. And then it's a distraction in a fire in a barrel. Yeah. Boom, boom. Exactly. That's what I said. Sure. Sure. Yeah. And yep. and then the team all start. Portman says, "Good job, coach!" And then everyone is cheering and clapping. Oh, the biggest, the biggest just, smiles on their faces, especially yeah, Miss, they, especially Miss McKay. Miss McKay is fucking yeah. loving this. Oh, Miss McKay! The fact that Hollywood Bombay is being burned to cinders. Oh man, it's just you gotta love it. <laughs> And so, so then is, this is his Phoenix moment, Brandon. He is now rising up from the ashes of Phoenix again, reborn. No again. more Iceland love, Miss McKay love instead. Mm-hmm. How many, how many Phoenix rising things can one person have, Heath? Yeah, that's, I mean, if you, you, you keep, know, if you, keep, is, if you keep hitting rock bottom, you can always come back. It's Bombay is just living this roller coaster called life. That's for sure. (laughs) Oh, and now after they're clapping, we finally, what are we? We're over way past. We're over the halfway mark and we finally get some actual coaching from Bombay. We're an hour into this movie and we finally get some coaching. An hour in. It, we've we've almost we've, we're on the brink of elimination, and that's all it takes to get some actual coaching. Because you know what he says, um, we're gonna. Um, he he says we got to study our opponents and study ourselves. We have to learn from our our mistakes. You have special skills. Now we have to refine them. And just what what took so long? Yeah. Well, this is like I have in my notes. This is like. Uh, it's like the first movie with Goldberg, right? And yeah. Game Changers with Coob, where we wait yeah. 17 games to finally teach them how to be a goalie, you know? And that's what we're doing here. We wait the whole tournament until it's almost over, and then we're like, oh, maybe we should teach Luis how to ice skate. Yeah, that would be – that could that could come in handy in the end. Yeah. And that's where – I did love the, the uh, Jan soda can – uh, Luis crashing into it scene because that was that was excellent. <laughs> yeah, I wonder how many but, time, like, I wonder how many times they had to reassemble that that wall of cans. A, a million, I'm sure, <laughs> to get all those shots. And and like, well, no, like, like, like not, not even get back not, to the basics. Not, uh, could you, not even like practical, like wise uh, for the movie, but just like in like in movie universe thinking. How many times? Do you think it was just the two times that he? That oh my god! No it? way! <laughs> I was I was thinking Jan set that up at least ten times. Oh, I I would wager he did it like fifty times. Like, that's a lot of time setting up soda cans. Do you think he made Luis help him set him back up though? 
Oh, maybe maybe he made Luis set him. That that's not, that would be a better move. Is you make yeah. Luis set him up each time. That way he's a little more cautious of. He's yeah. like, I don't want to. You got to work smarter, these. not harder, Brandon. Yeah, and that adds a little more incentive because he's not. He's like, oh, I don't want to fucking put these back up. I, I better stop. Yeah, use yeah. the brakes, baby. Oh, use the brakes, baby. I just I can't believe that. Bombay, like, oh, let's get back to the basics. You know, this would have been nice when you had the team tied together and you had Dwayne roping them. Yeah. <laughs> that's when I would have done it. Maybe we should have been doing some hockey instead of fucking rope, you know. But that, I mean, that, yeah. that that rears its head in, in D3 when uh, Coach Orion shows up and they're all, they're doing the, the lasso game. And they're yeah. like, Charlie's like, this is how we practice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's not real. That's not real practice. So um, God damn it. And like, God damn it. And like they're getting like all of a sudden it's like, cool. You know, in between games, we get just a week of training. No problem. <laughs> let's let's all let's all pause the tournament. So Team USA can have a training montage. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, then, then I did. I did like Bombay jumping on the treadmill with Goldberg. I thought that was fun. Lean a mean, coach. Lean a mean. <laughs> Lean and mean. Uh, Fuck. Fucking Goldberg. Fucking Goldberg. He's a leader, Brandon. And then we get. Uh, we're kind of you know after we get the training montage. Do you have anything else to say about the training montage before we get Banks in the locker room? No, I think I've, I've said all I need to say about Coach Bombay. Because, well, we can't gear up because we're about to have another doozy of a moment. We have the head coach whose player blatantly took a rough stick to the wrist. And we have a coach who is like, oh, geez, I, I guess I should have noticed that you hurt your wrist. Like, are you shitting me, Bombay? <laughs> I, you, you, you were yelling about the no call and it takes you how long? To actually be like, hey, you know what we should do? You took a really hard direct shot to the wrist under your pad with a stick. Let's definitely wait a few days before we get that x-rayed. This, again, goes to the fact that, I mean, A, A, why why are there no assistant coaches? It's just, it's literally just Bombay. B, uh, Miss McKay would have been much better utilized plot-wise as a trainer than a fucking tutor. Yeah. You know? I don't know, man. I don't know. Just, I mean, but it's like, fine. Like, it's, like I always say, like I always say, Heath, you know, we're not here for the plot. Fool me once. Shame on me. <laughs> oh my God. Fool, fool you twice. And we get Bombay is not as good of a coach as we all thought. Like we just got hoodwinked as kids. That's how I, honestly, Brandon, I, I think that's why I'm just like being so rough on Bombay is because I feel a little hoodwinked from when I was a kid. Like I didn't pick up on any of this. I just assumed it's like, Oh yeah, this is normal. Coach shows up in the third period. <laughs> this is super fucking inspiring, bud. Like this is, this is awesome. <laughs> would have played my ass off for this guy you know <laughs> i don't know why i suddenly like grew up in the northeast there but um it, it you know what i mean like i just i felt a little hoodwinked by bombay this is why i've been saying since the since the very first time i've watched these movies coach orion is is where it's at you know who but i as as, as a coach bomb bombay i love i love the character of bombay fantastic uh, Bombay, the, the character, is the Minnesota Miracle Man. 
But you know, if I was putting together a hockey team, I would maybe I I would maybe consider Gordon Bombay for like a you know a general manager. Uh, a, I was just gonna say that like he's like a perfect a, GM, like a president Jerry of, West, a president of hockey operations kind of role. But I'm not putting him as my head coach. No, God, absolutely not. There's Z- or if you if you do put him as your head coach, you gotta have an X's and O's guys as an assistant. Yeah, you gotta you gotta really. Uh, flesh out the, that uh, those assistant coach roles because they're going to be carrying yeah. the bulk of the weight. That's for sure. Yeah, you got to have a deep, deep bench of, of assistants there, mm-hmm. for sure. Like yeah. even just you know specialized offense, specialized defense, whatever you got to do, and, and then let Bombay do the media stuff that he loves so much. And you, Something. you, my God, a- you absolutely have to keep an old Scandinavian man on retainer just in case. <laughs> just, just when it, just when it's needed. Need yeah, just in case Bombay needs that Phoenix rising moment again. Um, but but yeah, so we've and got. We've I would got I would build a I would build a specific outdoor rink for the sole purpose of solo skates. <laughs> you have a you have a hey man here's just your like, solo skating rink just just in right case you get right you next to his office apart. outside right outside his office just right there just be like Bombay whenever whenever you need it it's right here. Uh, and so, yeah, we've got Bombay in the locker room with Banks having some back and forth. Should have spotted it so- sooner. Sorry, man. I wasn't doing my job. <laughs> you could my say bad. that again, couldn't you? <laughs> sure could say that again, couldn't you? I mean, at least he – I will give him this. He owns it up, and that's why we can all forgive him in this reclamation project because he owns up to all of his he does. insane shenanigans that he never should have done. He knows it all. And, you know, if you're going to F up, at least own it. People can get back on board. It's when you do stuff like this, and then you're like, oh, what? Like, it wasn't me. It was the it was Hendrix. They were taking me out. And it's like, you know what? Get out of here, guy. Yeah. We, don't, Every- we don't want anything to do with you. Everybody makes mistakes. Just own it. Don't be a don't be an yep. idiot and blame other people. Uh, don't be one of those guys that's like gets super defensive and starts lashing out. No one wants to be around them. You know, no. be better. Yeah, don't be a Goldberg. Oh my god, be nice to Goldberg, Brandon. <laughs> you know? He's a he's honestly he's a he's a great uh, first of all great sh- character and and Sean Weiss fucking crushes it as goldberg he's a great fantastic yeah. actor especially as a child actor fantastic and yeah. uh gold goldberg is a good character but he's i he's the he's the the he's the character i love to hate in these you know because he's the he's not necessarily the bad guy but he he represents like the the heir of the ducks you know the the bad yeah. side you know the so he's a I, I I love Goldberg though he's a great character I, I would not I would not cut him from the movie at all I just wouldn't let him play goalie. That's um. Did you did you get moved to tears by Bombay's speech to Banks about how you know his dad worked a lot when he was a kid too and wanted to score a hundred goals and and spent half the game do in they, ner- nervous wreck. Do they ever establish what Bombay's dad did? No, I'm assuming he was like a sales sales dude. I assume he worked at Hans' skate shop. That's what I'm assuming. I assume he, he was a Hans, salesman. Hans and, is working him to the bone, not letting him see, see his, his kid play hockey. That's what I assumed. I assumed it was salesman on a sales call, got in an accident in the snow, died. Yeah, and you know what he was selling? Those fucking ice skates for Hans. Oh, my gosh. Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, 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 did, I didn't. 
I did enjoy that speech. What I took away from that speech more so than than Bombay, you know, again, woe is me, Bombay, making everything about himself, is we we get Mr. Banks rearing his ugly head again. Like even yeah. e- even from afar, he's he's he is in Adam's mind. Yeah. This this Adam dad this dad has like done un- unreversible damage to this kid. Yeah, and I'm glad that, like, Adam, you know, goes on, becomes a lawyer, is successful, but, like, you know, he... Do you think he talks to, to it, like... Do you think he talks to his dad? I bet you they, I bet you he doesn't. I bet, yeah, Adam, Adam Banks seems like he has a lot of emotional intelligence for a youngster, and he probably goes home and is like, hey, Dad, I hope I made you proud, um, you know, but I just, you know, I'm not going to kill myself to do it. I'm not going to permanently injure my wrist for it, that's for sure. I bet you he sends him a Father's Day card. He calls him on his birthday. And then other than that, he's like, you know, out of sight, out of Just mind. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, Banks and his dad, uh, his dad's relationship aside, you know, he's going to go get that that wrist x-ray. Must come back negative, right? It's, it's just, just a sprain because since he comes back later. Yeah, he comes back. He comes back later. Yeah, assuming it's just a... Uh... Well, it wouldn't be a sprain because he got he got it smashed. It would be a bruise. Uh, no, no, nothing <laughs> broken though. Um, yeah, yeah. But uh, but then after after the locker room scene, we're back at practice again. Uh, Bombay is saying, you know, we'll work hard and we're gonna succeed and nothing's gonna bring us down. Um, and we've got we've got Luis kind of you know, getting up and over the cans again. Um, mm. Did you hear Bombay coaching up Connie on her edges? Bombay, that's like, he's a one trick pony with his coaching. He's always talking about skating on edges. Well, it's because it's, it's, it's very important. To, hits yeah. Portman with the soft hands. Oh yeah, soft hands. No eggs this time though. No, no eggs. Nope, no eggs. Okay, hold on. I do have something to say about this upcoming newspaper headline because it's USA Downs Canada Marx Brothers? <laughs> no, Bash Brothers. Were you ready for this? For me to go on another one of the most dated references that they could have ever pulled out for a kid's movie. The Marx Brothers are like silent TV comedians. Like this, it, 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 there's no way if you pulled a thousand Americans, a hundred thousand Americans, I would doubt that even 10 would know who the fuck the Marx brothers are. You know, what would have been a better like reference. Um, the actual bash brothers. <laughs> oh my God. I, you could have put I like McGuire Conseco question mark. No Portman, whatever that would have been way better of a, of a, of a reference less dated. Uh, but then, then you, I, I guess at that point you admit you're stealing their, their nickname. Yeah. Yeah. So you know you got to be careful with that. So anyway, yeah. yeah the, I just the, Mar- the Marx the Marx Brothers doesn't make any goddamn sense. It's the most even for ninety four that is wildly dated. Uh, but more importantly, when we're on this newspaper, we see Iceland upset by the Russians mm-hmm. now tied with the U.S. of A. Both with one loss. Yep, tied with the U.S. of A. Yep. And then right after that, and I think this is I wish gearing they, up for the end, right, Brandon? We're gearing up to the end of the pod. Uh, yeah. to, to the end of this part, yes, we're gearing up to the. But yep. yeah, I, I, this always bothered me the the fact that they they don't show us USA beating Canada because that's 
that's a fucking important game. Like, just if you're going to not show something, don't show Italy or don't show Trinidad and Tobago. Show us Canada. <laughs> Listen, Brandon, I can. Although the, you can't believe. you can't use steel drums if, we, if we're facing Canada. I, I guess you could if you really wanted to. You could force a steel drum in there. Listen, I thank you for catching yourself on that because you could hear the outrage in my voice as I was getting ready to jump in and say, oh, I'm sorry, you're going to cut out the Trinidad and Tobago <laughs> celebration? Like, wow, that's an well, no, that's, unbelievably that's, terrible take. Brandon. That's why I said Italy first. You cut, cut Italy because okay. we don't we don't need Goldberg. Right. We don't need Goldberg using slurs to Italians. We can cut that out. Yeah, um, that's for sure. Okay, so that's a much okay. I can yeah. I can get on board with that suggestion. And then sh- show even if it's like a sh- even if it's just a short you know twenty seconds of somebody scoring a goal. Show something to Canada, and then the same with Russia beating Iceland. I would love to see some of that. That would have been nice. Well, you don't get to Brandon. You get a fucking newspaper <sighs> clipping, and you got to deal I, with it, bud. Not only do I get a stupid fucking newspaper clipping, the articles don't even say anything important. It's just a goddamn headline. You are not supposed <sighs> to be reading the articles, though, Brandon. They are going to listen to this and be like, then what's don't, wrong with this guy? Then don't show the fucking articles if you don't want me to read them. Uh, Brandon's newspaper outrage aside, we're going to close this I just, out I, with... I, I was the editor-in-chief of my eighth grade newspaper, Heath. Okay, I take newspapers very seriously. <laughs> it's from your vast vast editorial experience you know a thing or two about deadlines about getting a good article out something mm-hmm, that people mm-hmm. want to read exactly that's that's an eighth that's an eighth grade i was newspaper a paper editor right there oh, editor and chief okay editor in chief yeah. i'm sorry i did not mean to and then that last uh, off and offend. ninth and tenth grade in high school i just wrote for the newspaper i didn't i didn't want to do editor in chief and then after that i fell off but from 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 eighth to tenth grade, I was a capital J journalist, Heath. So I take newspapers very seriously. <laughs> capital J, but I don't think it stood for journalist, Brandon. It definitely stood for journalist. Yeah. We'll see. Let's 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 pull the tape. <laughs> let's run the tape. Or can, who's who, can we pull some of these articles? Are these online? My articles. Yeah. Oh God, I I don't think so. <laughs> so I the, doubt it. Are these in the archive of your of your eighth grade newspaper archive? They think they keep records. Oh, I I would have, I would I wouldn't be shocked if they kept like at least one edition of each newspaper. I feel like that would be smart to do, right? If you were a high school newspaper, and yeah, then like be fine. Bu- buried in the basement. Um, I don't know how how easily accessible these things would be. Um, but. <laughs> I'll I'll try I'll, I'll try to do some digging. I did I did well, do a uh, one one of the articles I wrote in seventh grade was a review of the uh, of the uh, of the classic movie. Fuck, I can't even. Is, is it stuck on you with uh, Matt Damon and Greg Kinnear, oh, where they play this... Siamese twins or whatever? Is it Siamese twins? Conjoined twins. I'm sorry, conjoined twins. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's. Okay. I wrote a review of I that movie. I probably though. go. I could probably go my whole life without reading that review or ever watching <laughs> that movie again. But okay, you know, listen. You don't want to. You don't want to. You don't want to know what seventh grade Brandon thought about that movie. 
I I definitely don't. But Brandon's early journalist career <laughs> aside, we have Bombay back in the do you office think, finally do you, putting in some work. Do you think there's a duck connection to Stuck on You? If, if so, we, we're doing that movie. No, I'm done doing bad movies for that. That's after after Buddy <laughs> Games. I'm done with that shit, dude. We're not watching bad movies anymore. A goofy movie, says, Newsies, says the dude who, Burger. Says the dude who loves Son-in-Law. We're not doing any terrible movies. Wait, hold the phone. Son-in-Law ha- got four point what like four point oh one cakey rating and has an eight out of From- ten, nine out of ten rating on Amazon. From you, it got it got that review. I gave it like a two. <laughs> oh, listen. Speaking of Paul Shore classics, you can't Brandon, cite, you can't cite your own review as the as the evidence that it's a good movie. <laughs> oh, one hundred percent, I can, Brandon. It's on the record. I am I am a I am an, a, a podcast journalist. Okay, I am here spitting nothing but facts. And speaking of Pauly Shore cinematic classics. I went back and watched In the Army Now the other day. It's on Hulu. Oh, my God. I just cannot even begin to tell you how good of a movie that is. Can it we, is absolute gold. Okay. That's, uh, that's, that's, that's enough Polly Short talk. Let's get back to the we – got, we, we got one more scene here before we wrap this up. All right. <laughs> so we have Charlie running into Bombay's office, and he says – you know, coach with banks out, we have another roster spot open. And you know how you always thought I'd make it better. You know how I told you I'd always make a better coach than a player. Well, he's never, he's never said that before. Us. Never said that once before. I actually uh, made a mark of that as well. It's like, I don't think we've <laughs> ever once referenced Charlie as a coach instead of a player, but that's okay. We're, we're just, we're breezing right on past that. And come on in. Here we have our boy, Russ Tyler. Mm -hmm. And he says, hi, coach. And Bombay, with an inkling of remembering when Russ was mocking him when he was yelling at Jesse, he says, ah, Russ Tyler, huh? Well, Russ, what can you do for the team? You never heard of my knuckle puck? I I love that so much where he's like, what? You've never heard of the knuckle puck? Are you crazy? This shot that I invented and solely use here in the in California, you've never heard of this? How dare? Yeah. Offense definitely taken. And from there, we we cut not well, that, to anything right now because this is where we're winding down the episode. Yeah. Right? So so and what an exciting development. Yeah. So this is the part where this is the end of, of this part, which is part we're on part seven right now. Yeah, part seven. Yep. So this is the 70 minute, 10 second mark. That's where we'll end for this part. Rush joins the team. We're back to a full roster. Um, with Banks being out on the shelf with his his um, we're assuming a bruised wrist. Um and yeah. so we're getting ready. We we have one more game before we can uh, before we we meet Iceland. We have one more game, and then the final. So we're we're getting to the nitty gritty here, Heath. And oh, my Lanta, Brandon! I am excited. We can feel. We are on the precipice of gold, Brandon. The reclamation is coming full circle. Mm-hmm. The, uh, as you said, the the Phoenix rising for the one million Bombay's Phoenix rising for the one millionth time. 
Yeah. How, but we'll how, end this. how many how many chances does one guy get, Heath? You know. You know, I feel like we've been tough enough on Bombay this episode, though, Brandon. I feel like we can end it with, hey, you know, Bombay coming around full circle again. He he reached in deep and pulled his head up out of his tuchus, and now he's coaching again. Oh, yes. Hollywood Bombay is gone. Dead and gone. Yep. Out of here. We, thank we, the Lord. We put a fire in a barrel. And then we put a distraction in a fire in a barrel. Boom. Problem solved. Yep. And now, you know, we don't need no water, Brandon. We're gonna we're gonna let that mother lover burn. listening everyone don't forget to subscribe and rate us on your favorite podcast app follow us at the cake eaters pod on instagram and tiktok and visit the cake eaters for merchandise and more information on the podcast